What if I told you there is a place on this earth that is full of so much sorrow, misery, it's expensive, it's crowded, it's overpopulated, the food is unhealthy, the sun is beating down on you and you feel like you are dying. Are you thinking of America in general? Correct. But I'm, th I'm talking about a place more specific. I'm talking about Super Mario World, the theme park. You might think this is a little over the top, Ben, to make a 30-minute video about how Universal Studios sucks. It, it's, it's not over the top. I've been thinking about this, but it's been boiling in my brain ever since I stepped foot in that wretched place. And I'm here to warn you all to never make the same mistake that I did and to never go there. And I'm going to tell you exactly why, exactly why it is a terrible place, even though it looks like this bubbly paradise of mushrooms and f fucking Mario and his dumbass brother Luigi. I'm getting too mad. Let's get into this right after this quick break. The year was 2015. My friends and I had just finished an exchange student program in Japan, okay? This was the funnest time of my life, I will say. Uh, we got to um, live in like a Japanese home and have Japanese uh, host parents and Japanese host siblings. And I fully just was immersed in the culture and it was beautiful. And I'm not, it's nothing surprising to sit here and say, Japan has a beautiful culture. Everyone fucking knows. Everyone wants to come here. That's nothing new. That's nothing crazy to state. But we had left. We were back in our home country of Canada and we were like, God damn, when do we get to go back? What, what is going to bring us back? And that's when we realized that in Japan, at Universal Studios Japan, they had announced that they were opening Super Mario World. Okay? Now, we weren't the, the most crazy Mario stands, okay? We weren't, like, walking around in overalls and a red sweater and a Mario hat all day. But, damn, we were fans of Nintendo. And especially Mario Kart. And I think pretty much everyone is, okay? Mario is... A, a character, a property, an IP that is so widely recognized, and they've made so many games, okay? He's in Super Smash Bros. He's in uh, fucking Mario Kart. He has his own games, which are good, but arguably not as big as the previous two that I mentioned, but still very exciting. We thought, guys, when this thing opens, we are going to get the gang together, and we're going to be back. We're going to be so fucking back. And we, we shook on it. I don't think we shook on it, but like we uh, agreed in a group chat that we were going to come back to Japan for this. Now, it was originally slated for opening, I think, in 2019. And then, you know, the thing happened in 2020 and it got delayed. Um, I think delayed and opened in the same year. I believe it officially opened in December in Japan. Um, and it was obviously a huge success in Japan uh, because, duh, like they fucking made Mario there if... Um, they made Cheeseburger Land in America. Everyone would flock to that probably, but, <laughs> um, but they announced that they were going to be building Super Mario World in America, in Los Angeles, in Universal Studios. And after the pandemic happened, and because a lot of uh, the people in my original friend group that we went to Japan with together, we uh, we kind of we didn't have a falling up. We weren't like the closest friends. We weren't like the type of friends anymore to be like, hey, let's all get the gang together and go to fucking Japan. Like that wasn't necessarily going to happen. So 
there was all of a sudden this more reasonable uh, place to go. Heck, I spend um, a ton of time in LA, and where I stay is literally 10 minutes from Universal Studios. So the, the thought of Universal Studios being built originally across the world in another continent in Asia where they don't where English isn't even the main language spoken to it being built not even 10 minutes from where I rest my bed and go to sleep every single night it was crazy it was an actually crazy moment and I was over the moon I was so excited and when the one in Japan finally opened up you know there was videos on YouTube I you would see viral TikToks of people uh like playing fucking Mario Kart um, walking around Universal Studios, and it looks crazy good. I'm not going to sit here throughout the video and say that it looks like shit, that it looks like Coco Melon Land. Like, it actually looks amazing. And that is probably the best thing it's got going for it. So, let let me get into... <laughs> let me get into my experience. I ended up finally going for the first time... Uh, I think it opened only four or five months ago in LA, but I went about three months ago. So it had had been open for two months. Okay, it wasn't like first day. I'm like a Disney adult at the fucking gates, like like that wasn't the case. I, I there like some time had been passed. W- would you think that would stop the crowds? Fuck no. So. I guess originally, like when it first opened, you have to like pay extra to go to, um, to go into the Super Mario World, and I don't know if that was like like anyone could still go, but you could pay extra to get a fast pass, or it was like you literally had to pay to enter the park in addition to the price to get in Universal Studios. I'm not sure, I I don't remember, but you. You fight through the regular crowds of Universal. You walk past the dilapidated fucking minion ride, the Transformer ride that is, like, running on the CPU of a Nintendo DS. And you finally make your way to this beautiful, glorious green pipe. And you're like, oh my god, here we go, baby. I'm about to be transported from the the gutters of Burbank, California, to Super Mario World. A place... That I didn't even think would be possible to create. I didn't even know they could craft a video game world in real life. And you walk in, and it's fucking amazing. It's it's crazy. Visually. If you were to hold your hand up to block the bottom part of your vision so you can only see, like, the horizon, you are going to think you're in heaven on earth. It's beautiful. It's wonderless. It's the attention to detail is crazy. They have like Goombas walking around. You see these piranha plants just like bobbing their heads around, like looking like they're going to eat like a toddler off the ground. And it looks real. It looks fucking real. And it's insane. Then you take your hand down and you see the population of a small country gathered in like an acre. I actually don't know what an acre is. I just threw that word out there. I don't know how big an acre is. You could tell me an acre is the size of like Nairobi or the size of like a Starbucks. And I, I wouldn't know. Um, but it's packed. It is fucking packed. Like at times shoulder to shoulder with people, which doesn't even make much sense. Cause like you think they're counting how many people are going in and they like wouldn't let that many people go in. But goddamn, there is that many people. 
So that already just breaks the immersion. And obviously there's no way around that for the most part. Like you can't be Kylie Jenner having like a private tour of what's it called? Of Super Mario World. That's not possible. You're uh, and obviously it's new and it's exciting. That's the first video game kind of world I think that's ever been built. So yes, people are gonna flock to it. That's that that that's to be expected. And I was expecting it when I went there. It wasn't gonna be like, well, let's just leave. Let's just pack up and leave. There's so many people. Like I don't. I'm not, I, and also I I'm not the most annoyed by crowds. It's not that terrible. What's terrible is how hollow it is. I want you to imagine that you're in fucking North Korea, okay? Being in Super Mario World, the closest thing I can can compare to is, like, those documentaries of people, like, walking through North Korea, and they have, like, grocery stores, like, full of, like, fake fruits, and it's, like, just a facade, and then there's, like, nothing in there, and it's just hollow. That is what Super Mario World is like. To break it down into what they actually have to offer there, and what you do there is they have one ride, that's it, one ride, which is weird, because the other worlds, like, like Harry Potter has two rides, uh, I feel like in Disney, each little, like, themed area has multiple rides, so this has one ride, which is immediately horrible fucking idea, because it's gonna be the busiest place ever, and you're cramming all these people into one ride, and the way they would try and make up for that is they have all these little kind of like activations. I don't even know what to really call them, but it's like I, I saw these like lines of like 50 to 100 people um, scattered throughout like the corners of this place. And they're all lined up for I, I don't even really know what it is. Like we um, had this tour guide with us and he was like pointing. He was like, this is like the Goomba Stomper. This is the Goomba Stomper wheel, wheel booble. I was like, what the fuck is that? And he was like, oh, you have to have the, you have to have the band. And I, I immediately said, what's that? What, what's the band? To access half of the things in Super Mario World, you have to buy this dumbass watch that looks like, it looks like it's straight from like Sheen. If you search like horrible Mario merch, it's like this weird watch band thing that has like a little microchip in it and you tap it on these different areas in the park, and it lets you, like, activate it. I I guess there's, like, games in some spots. Uh, It's very similar to how, like, in Harry Potter World, you can buy a wand and, like, wave it, and it'll, like, make little magical things happen across the park, which is cool in theory. I'm not not gonna lie. That's, like, a fun kind of interactive merch thing to do. I think the, the wand is great. If it wasn't... If it wasn't, like, $100... And that same mantra has been carried over to the little watch bands at fucking Universal for Super Mario World. Because you have to spend, I believe, $80 on these watch bands to activate the little things around the park that are just, like, filler. Because they just decided to not make another fucking ride. It is bonkers. And they try... So, like, uh, I think one is... Like, you're supposed to, like, hit it on time, then you knock, like, a... I don't know, you, you, like, knock a Goomba off a thing, and there's, like, another one where it's, like, you fucking push Mario... I don't know, it's, like, these dumbass little mini-games that you have to wait, like, probably an hour in line for to play. And so, as I mentioned, you tap them, there's, like, an interactive part to it, and then you connect your band to, like, this app, and 
it like records like your points or something if you fucking care about that and now you can use the band for the main ride which is the smallest like the smallest level of cool possible that's what it is um because it's basically mario kart let me get into the one ride that they have the one fucking ride it is mario kart but if it was absolutely horrible i don't know oh my god i don't know like when they decided to start developing this ride my guess would be like 2009 but that's what it fucking feels like you first of all you have to like get in line for probably two hours like if you were to get off your ass right now and go to universal today the lineup to ride that ride would probably be two hours it's bonkers and oh my it's so bad y'all it's so bad the the waiting room the one thing the universal does really well is like the the lineup that you go through and like the waiting areas are very cool it's very interactive you feel like you're in bowser's castle and that's like what the theme of the ride is it's basically mario kart and go you're going through bowser's castle or something but you get to this room once you finally waited like the two hours in the fucking trenches you get to this room where they give you these goggles which are like they they're like see-through it's like how do i describe it? it's like ar goggles so it's clear and it like covers your face and then you have like a helmet little thingy um it's like a like a bootleg ass oculus rift kind of thing but you can like see through it still and you put it on they give you basically no instructions it's so confusing um and then you sit in these like mario karts which is cool and all and then the ride begins and it and nothing makes sense. You are looking through this clear visor and there's like these little tiny hologram things that are on the visor that you have to like hit um, by like steering the thing. But there is such a disconnect between like the controls of like driving this little uh, Mario Kart thing and like the the little tiny holograms on these glasses. And the whole thing just feels so gimmicky because it's not like how you would imagine. It's not like VR where it's like 3D and it feels real. This is like little tiny icons. Like they look like fucking emojis just like flying across your face and you have to like hit them. It's horrible. It's so horrible. And the actual ride is not fun. You're going like five miles per hour just like slowly. And this shit broke down like twice when I was on it which would let you just like shoot at the same target over and over again to like get an insane score. So if what you're after is like points and getting the highest score, give up hope. All hope is lost because that's not possible because some bitch will just take advantage of when the ride breaks down and shoot the same target over and over and over again. And then you get off the ride. You don't know what the fuck happened and you're back in the crowd and you realize you just wasted A, $100 and B, probably four hours of your life. And we'll get into more on that right after this quick break. <sighs> I I forgot to mention one thing. They have a cafe there. They have a cafe. I It's called like Toadstool Cafe. And the food looks pretty interesting. Like the theme is very cool. They have like the little Mario logo like stamped into the burgers. It's very interesting looking food. It's obviously very busy, so you have to make a reservation, but that's not even, you, you'd think, what, you know, if you have a reservation for a restaurant, you can go at the time of your reservation to walk in. Not the fucking case here. You get a reservation, you pull up, and then you only, then you get the privilege of waiting in line for, like, literally an hour. 
I made a reservation and I was so lucky to make one. And then I get there and there's this humongous line. I'm like, surely that's not for me. Me with my little reservation that I made. It was for me. And I waited in that line for a little bit and realized this shit is not going anywhere. So I left. And I, I, so I can't speak on like how the actual food quality is, but I've heard from a lot of different people that it sucks ass, that the food there is not good, that they would rather eat Mario's asshole than the food at Toadstool Cafe. So you might think like, why are you so passionate about this? Why? Yeah, like, why did you have your hopes so high up in the first place? Because they're, listen, for, if you're a fan of video games or, like, anything Japanese, this was a very big thing. This was a very cool thing. And I was very, very much excited for it. And I grew up playing Mario Kart, okay? That was my favorite freaking game ever. I would love just, like, challenging my cousins. And I always thought, like, from the age of a small little reptile to... How I, the, the age that I am now, which is old as fuck, 23 and decaying, I was always like, imagine, imagine if you could play Mario Kart in real life, how amazing that would be. And imagine if they made a ride for that at like Disneyland or something, I would be over the moon. To have that lifelong desire and then finally get to go on it and it sucks fucking monkey nuts. It's a letdown. It's a letdown. Now, that's my own personal misgivings with it, but I want to get into why, like, just broadly, in general, why it sucks ass, and how it could be better. If, if, if the Universal Bitches, if Mario's listening to this, how it, he, take some notes, whip out your iPad, get Procreate open or something, I don't know. Um, one of the main things for me is that, like, most people aren't a fan of Mario, Obviously, everyone knows, like, who the fuck Mario is. He's, like, duh, duh. He's, like, up there with, like, Hello Kitty, um, Taylor Swift. I don't know. The weird category to put those both in. But they're very recognizable. Almost everyone knows and has probably played, like, a Mario game. But it's, like, no one's a fan of Mario. No one actually gives a fuck about Mario. Mario is this random Italian dude. And I, this this sentiment extends to the Super Mario Bros. movie. Obviously, it, it was a huge success. It was a ginormous box office blowout. But there are so many other things that would be much more compelling to make a movie on than Mario. These stemmed from there's like practically no lore and just to take a brief detour and talk about the mario movie there's like no lore about mario other than he's like an italian man that's a plumber and saves princess peach and fights uh donkey no bowser you might think oh well that's that 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 would be like an interesting way to like start a movie because you know it's like a fresh slate there's like not a lot to work with there you can make a lot of stuff from that no the movie fucking sucked because it was like they were scraping uh they were reaching and like pulling their back out reaching for like things to pull from from this lore they were like well we know he's from new york and he's a plumber and he's italian well the the, the way there was like entire scenes that just not need to that did not need to exist like him eating pasta with his italian family in brooklyn new york like they had nothing to go off of so they just made it the most boring fucking movie ever like 
I would rather them have just like uh, completely abandoned a lot of the, like the Mario lore, like the four sentences of Mario lore that exists, and then just like come up with something completely new. Like Mario came from an alternate reality and, and some shit like that. Like why was Mario like? And the thing was like, ugh, we're really getting into fucking Mario lore in Super Mario Odyssey. Which is, I will argue, a very fun game, and it's only about Mario. They have New Donk City, okay? It's like its own city. And then in the movie, he's in Brooklyn, New York City. That makes no fucking sense. That makes no sense. Why would both exist? And he lives in the same universe. You're telling me there's a universe where there's New Donk City and New York City simultaneously coexisting. What if someone fucking moves from New Donk City to New York City? That makes no sense at all. Is New Donk City on Earth? But New York City is definitely on Earth. But Mario... No, God. <laughs> so, Mario is just a bad thing to make an entire universe out of. Now, you might... Ask yourself, well, then what should, what is your ideal theme park that like involves video games and shit like that? I would say, why not just make Super Nintendo World? Okay, this is my dream. This is my fucking dream. Super Nintendo World, you have Mario Kart area, you have Animal Crossing, eh, Animal Crossing is a little bit too niche. You, you have Pokemon area. Boom! Imagine the possibilities of making, like, a Pokemon ride. You could have, like, uh, little fucking, like, Pokeballs and, like, throw them at the little things. Like, the the possibilities are endless. And then, like, maybe some more niche things, like Animal Crossing stuff. Things like that. Why just have Mario and his dumbass little brother Luigi and that fucking... <sighs> so there's that. Now... There are ways to, you know, make, like, a uh, an IP, an intellectual property, and make a theme park out of it and have it do well. Look literally across the path from Super Mario World. Harry Potter World. Obviously, not everyone is the biggest Harry Potter fan, but it is a similar situation where everyone's seen it, and it's very immersive. They, first of all, they have two different rides. Which is good. They have a roller coaster and then, like, a more kind of, like, immersive, uh, I don't know what you call it, like, simulator ride. Very good. They have a whole street. There's so much rich lore to pull from, and they do it so well. They have all these cute little shops, um, from, like, Hogsmeade, which is, like, a fictional town in Harry Potter. You can get Butterbeer, which tastes fucking amazing, and it's, like, from the original movie, and I remember watching Harry Potter as a kid being like, mm, I would love to try Butterbeer, and then I actually get to try it, and it's just as good as I imagined, that did, that did it for me in itself, but then they have, like, gift shops, you can, like, get, like, you can get, like, cheesy merch, but then you can get, like, the robes, you can get a wizard sorting hat, there's so much lore to pull from, so it makes sense to make a theme park about Harry Potter, but Mario, he's just fucking Mario, he doesn't do anything but bounce around, fight Bowser, uh, and be Italian. And that's fucking boring. So. <sighs> what I'm like. My main qualm. Is that it just feels like a cash grab. It really does feel like a cash grab. Because. You know. If it was. I, I don't even think I'd be as angry. If. I pulled up and it was just like the one ride because then it's like it's very egalitarian it's very accessible everyone can have it but to like you know have half of the attractions in the park 
be like locked up that you have to get some $80 stupid ass piece of plastic for to access. Dumb as fuck. So dumb. Rude. And it's like you already have to spend $100 to get into the park. So to like pull up and see like all these people, all these little mindless little fucking like universal Disney adults like walking around with like these $80 things. You're like, ah, ah, I better than you, I better than It's, oh, oh. And like obviously like Disney is very guilty for that too. Like they have their little, I think it's like fast pass bands or something they have to pay for. Like it's just any, any opportunity they have to make more money they will but it's like never anything of quality the food in the cafeteria as so i've heard is not quality the ride is not good quality the only thing that's good is like the surroundings but you can't even really enjoy that because it's so fucking busy so that (laughs) that's my rant about it um i'm really curious if you've been to super super mario world please like let me know um hopefully when the big one earthquake comes it just like swallows the whole place up i I don't know uh but real quick let's get into the drama of the week all right this week's drama comes from ninia uh and if you want me to read your drama on next week's episode please comment it on the youtube version of this podcast uh on youtube.com slash drama i think i actually don't know uh that's probably the url what the fuck else would it be uh, and just leave your drama in a comment of, like, one or two sentences, y'all. We, we need to keep it short and sweet. We don't, we only got so much time on this earth. Uh, this comes from Ninia. They said, I got some drama. My boyfriend of three years has his friends over to play video games, and sometimes to get my attention, he throws his slipper at me, and one time he hit me in my head. Everyone laughed, and now he always tries to hit me in my head. What should I do? There is, like... Taking a joke too far, whether it be, like, it's just being annoying and, like, repetitive and they think it's still funny. And then there's taking a joke too far when they literally cause, like, physical damage. That is fucked up. Um, It's hard to, like, maybe, like, he is, like, a different person around his friends, which I think is, like, a lot of the case sometimes in relationships. But definitely take him aside. Be like, you throw that fucking shoe at me again and I will actually pee in your playstation like maybe not like a threat but let him know like that's actually not cool just because like the context of being with your friends is very silly and goofy and carefree that doesn't mean you're a fucking target and also really like let him know that that you can't just throw shoes at people um but that's that's pretty much it uh, i hope you all enjoyed this episode so thanks for letting me rant about mario for 30 minutes and if you stuck around i love you very much um and i'll see you next wednesday make sure you rate this podcast five stars if you listen on spotify apple podcasts wherever and subscribe to the youtube channel for this and i'll see you next week love you bye